If you've been on social media at all over the past couple of weeks, you've surely seen the giant HD video sphere plopped on the Vegas Strip. Some fun facts. It is the world's largest and highest resolution video screen. It's 580,000 square foot screen. It's the world's largest spherical structure. It's around 30 stories tall, and it cost more than $2 billion to build. What you might not have realized is it's not just an insane looking art installation and billboard. They haven't let anyone inside yet, but a couple of months from now, we're going to get to see what's going on in there. And it is an equally impressive high-tech venue for concerts, theatrical productions, and it can even transform itself into an immersive sports arena. And it, it has to be the most meme-worthy, viral, aspirational venue in the world. Everybody who goes to Vegas is going to want tickets regardless of what's going on in there. And the best part, it's investable. That's right. Sphere Entertainment Co., ticker symbol SPHR, today on Dumb Money, our investment in the future of entertainment and what we think could become the next big meme stock. This is Dumb Money Live. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Dave here along with Chris and Jordan. We are Dumb Money. Welcome to Dumb Money Live. Let's uh, try to make this video go viral. Maybe uh, maybe post a link on Wall Street Bets, but at minimum, just give us a tap on the like button. It's quick, it's easy, it's free. Chris Jordan, some background on Sphere Entertainment Co. It's a bit of a complex restructuring. MSG Entertainment, which owns Madison Square Garden and Christmas Spectacular and some other things, they uh, spun off as a separate entity, uh, ticker symbol MSGE, and the parent company renamed itself Sphere Entertainment Company, ticker symbol SPHR, which is... Now the actual sphere itself, plus MSG Networks, which is the regional sports networks for the Knicks and the Rangers, and also Tau Group Hospitality, and they still own about $2 billion worth of MSGE. So Sphere Entertainment Group, SPHR, they have a $1.2 billion market cap right now. There's a post on Wall Street Bets explaining why it's undervalued. And I think that kind of makes sense. But Chris Jordan, I want to hear uh, why you like Sphere. Well, Dave, uh, I own it. I bought it. And That's what I hear. Gosh, I am actually, I put an order in to buy more this morning. It just went through. Okay. So just, I just added to my sphere. Position. Just from a, from a like okay. percentage of portfolio standpoint, is this a high conviction trade for you? Is it medium? What are you, what are you doing? Okay. Well, to understand it, let's just, let's start by talking about Vegas because Spear is all about Vegas. For those of you that are young millennials or Gen Zers watching this, Vegas has had virtually nothing fun for 20 years. Okay, when we used to do Vegas, there used to be lions, there used to be <laughs> pirate ship war shows on the strip. Everything and it seemed like every year they were trying to introduce something new. Someone had a new spectacle that got you to go, well, I got to go back to Vegas and see that. Vegas in the 90s and the 2000s was the funnest place on earth. There was always something new, 
always something exciting. It wasn't about the most luxurious resort beating out the next most luxurious resort. It was about this resort has something crazy or this resort has something super fun. Or the it morphed, it morphed from being like you would you would go there because there was a new Cirque du Soleil that you wanted to see. Now it's become like, well, there's the most expensive bottle service at this pool. Let's go see if we can pay $10,000 a day just to sit by the pool. Here's the thing, man. Vegas has sucked for so long. Like, I know I sound like someone who is talking about the way Vegas used to be in the 50s or 60s. Who I, I used to think of those people as like, what are you yeah. talking about? Vegas the now old strip. Is Everyone loved the old strip. I'm talking about the old strip as like the 90s and the 2000s. That was my Vegas. That was fun Vegas. Vegas has none of that anymore until the spear hit the internet a few weeks ago. The spear is everything that Vegas should be. It's everything that everybody actually wants. Something that is mind-blowingly interesting and cool and spectacular, right? Like in the world of being on your phone all day, getting dopamine hits all day, the spear is the ultimate dopamine hit. Like people are going to go to the spear from every country in the world just to experience something different something yeah. spectacular right just, just like you used to go just to see the eiffel tower for the first time or the bellagio fountains those were those were like the big draws and this has just really outdone vegas a multi-billion dollar theater that in my mind is the equivalent to do you remember when the first movie theater came out that actually had like leather recliners and served you real food and they charged triple the price and everybody was fine with it and now every single movie theater that's still out there is converting to something like that it seems yeah. because they just revolutionized what our expectations were well we've had the same sort of arenas the same sort of concert venues for decades, they just be getting bigger and bigger. The spear is like, forget it. We're going to completely change the game. And by the way, nobody's really been inside to experience what this no, is like. They haven't, they haven't shown yeah, well, I mean, some, look, nothing's some... happened yet. The only thing that's ha really happened is they've lit up the outside, right? And so the outside is really all you can see. And so it builds that hype cycle of what's it going to be like. Dude, Jordan. But I think that's the most genius thing that they did, by the way, is they made the outside of it this beautiful, you know, experience. And then and then they have like a team that all they do is come up with these like super high res, you know, uh, things to paint the thing in. Yeah. The eyeball is my favorite one. By the way, guys endless opportunities it will always be something interesting and new and relevant and fresh like this is the equivalent of the luxor 30 years ago times 1000 right yeah like yeah well, you would go just to take the tour of the building and yes. yeah it was different i don't know that'll okay. be like yeah, revolutionary well, for forever but i think that right now you're going to want to take to take a trip to vegas just to see it yeah, but look, they don't get any revenue by you just going and looking at the outside. And so I think that's where... Well, they could. Know, it's, a, it's a giant billboard. It is a giant billboard, but they're not using it as a billboard right now. They're making yeah. it an eye and like a, the earth and all sorts of things like that. Okay, so Jordan, here's the thing. I, all right, I can talk about how you know my investment thesis is about the fundamentals or how this thing is undervalued which a lot of people are saying uh or i can talk about the management team but to me 
None of that matters. I'm a social arbitrator, right? So I care about one thing and one thing only. The hype cycle going into the opening of the spear this September, I think is going to be insane. Just based on the early reads of the exterior of this project, this multi-billion dollar experience opening with, you know, they're opening with you two, whatever. Um, every single person in the world, every media organization, every content creator, everyone on social is going to be posting about this, talking about this, talk about the ultimate experience. This thing is going to have the biggest hype cycle. So many eyeballs are going to be on this going into the launch this September. And then everyone in the world is going to want to experience this at least once, assuming that the actual experience itself on the inside is half as cool as what we've seen on the outside. Yeah. I think similar to our Mattel trade, it's about getting in now before the real hype cycle starts. To me, I don't care about the fundamentals. All I care about is this thing is should, I think it will be hot, hot, hot going into the grand opening this September. I want to be part of that story. I want to be in before that story starts, right? And so I bought Spear because I think the excitement level for this going into September is going to be through the roof. Will all those people that see the videos of Spear on TikTok come September that read the news stories, that see it on the Today Show, that are reading about it in the journal, are they all going to go out and buy the stock? Of course not. Will some portion of those people say, wow, this is kind of a big deal, do their research and choose to buy this, what appears to be a very low float stock? I think so. And Dave, in terms of being a memeable investment stock, it absolutely has that going forward as well. Yeah. So I'm in. We're not financial advisors. This is just my thesis. I am in as a social ARB investor. Is it high conviction? No. Um, I don't know. Medium conviction? I think the risk-reward going into the opening before a single person ever steps foot in this arena, I don't see much downside because the reviews that are going to be leaked, you know they're going to be spectacular, right? Like the first people the technology in, you know inside, they're going to be spectacular. Yeah, the technology is like a whole new immersive experience. The same way the outside is wrapped in this HD video screen, the inside is wrapped with an HD video screen. And they have these like beam forming uh, speakers that every seat has perfect sound. Yep. It's going to be an experience unlike anything you've ever seen. And... I think that there's going to be a cycle that every single person who goes to Vegas is going to post a picture of that. I mean, it may get it may get canceled just because people are sick of seeing it the same way they're sick of seeing beach pictures in the summer. But I think that everyone's going to post about this. And if they get to see inside, they're going to be posting their experience. But Dave, if they do a good job with this, and I assume for a few billion dollars of technology, it will be spectacular, right? What's going to happen, I think, is that any performer, any entertainer that has the capability to do something really special, something really interesting, is going to be lined up for yeah. their chance to do limited engagements at Spear. Because people, I think, would be willing to spend twice as much money, probably, maybe more, to experience something in this revolutionary 
yeah. arena, right? But I, I don't think the tickets are twice as much. I think they could be, but they, they right now, what be. I've seen, the pricing of tickets seems, yeah, concerts are expensive now, and like 200 bucks for the highest cost seat seems very reasonable. But Dave, if this ends up being spectacular, which I think it can be, the pricing power in Vegas for something like this is enormous. Absolutely. But it's not just about pricing power. The ability to attract some of the most interesting talent in the world to perform in limited engagements at Spear is... Yeah, so that's where I want to get into. Wow. That, that's kind of the problem that I'm seeing here. So they're opening, you know, they're opening with U2, which is fine. So I think they've, they, they've agreed to spend like $10 million plus... Um, you know, I assume U2 is going to get the bulk of the ticket sales. Well, right? just, just as a little footnote, I think it's interesting. We started out by talking about Vegas of the 90s and to have U2 performing. Yeah. You know, they remember their new TV tour that was like the most revolutionary video audio experience yeah. at the time where they had yeah. like big screens in a stadium. I, I think U2 actually is a fairly appropriate way to kick off. I think it's really weird uh, because U2, like, you know, I mean, they haven't had a hit since the 90s. Um, but that's just but me. It doesn't you know, matter, I'm not a U2 right? fan, but let's talk about this. So, you know, U2 gets 10 million bucks, plus they get probably the bulk of the ticket sales. Um, you know, um, the Sphere gets, you know, probably the bulk of the concessions. But is that really, is, is that, would you invest in like a concert venue? Like, let's... You know, but most, not a, it's it, not a normal concert most, venue. No, no, no. This one, no, no, no. Stop. Like, if you talk about like you know the Cowboy Stadium or something like that, um, cities have to heavily subsidize these things for them to make economic sense. No, this no, 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 no. It, subsidized. No, Ve so Vegas I'm, did. I'm Vegas more is an investor. About you know who are the acts that they're going to be able to pull in, uh, because I've I've already read that a lot of acts aren't really interested in performing within the sphere. Um, because it's a totally different setup to what they're used to. Um, yeah. They're going to have to go into all sorts of different multimedia just to make it make sense. Mm -hmm. And so it's just not something that a lot of bands are ready to do. So it Jordan, kind of needs to have a show designed around the venue, which is... You don't need a lot of bands. It's one venue in the world. We don't need hundreds of bands. You don't. You literally need a very small handful of limited, it's one place and they're doing one more. Yeah, so it's big and, and right? literally so turn it into like a big night show, right? I mean, that well, think, think about it. Like so Celine like, Dion sold out Vegas for how many years? Like they the could just have a, they could have a house band no, play. No, seriously. Think about what Dave's saying. You have one performer that can sell out two years of a place in Vegas. Like literally one performer, like you two, if they wanted, they're not yeah, going well, to. If, if, if you find a big band, like if you had somebody like T-Swift and they were willing to just play in like one place, but they're not because they're going out and killing it across, across America. Jordan, across this is big. No, what are you talking about? In Vegas, we have people like Britney Spears who will do one-year engagements. Yeah, and you're talking kind of like spare, like, you know, current B, former A's, but current B celebrities. But it still makes a ton of it money. It doesn't matter. People yeah. pay people pay $300, $400 a ticket to see someone from Celine Dion. Right, but they can do that straight They can Vegas. do that at anywhere. They can do that at Winsphere or whatever. But are they going to really spend the extra... Hundred or two hundred dollars to watch it at the Sphere when ticket prices are already out of control. I would. You only need one entertainer like every six months or three to six months. That's it. Like you don't need hundreds to agree to do it. Like that's the thing. All you need is of the thousands of entertainers, you find a small batch 
that are willing to spend six to eight months preparing and doing tech and doing all it's not for everybody it's not for everybody if 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 the if the if the business model of spear were to build 500 spears around the world i'd be like okay i'm not exactly sure how that's going to work but they're talking about right now one plus one one yeah. in London, right? One in Vegas. So does that make oh. sense? You know, tell me. I mean, does that make sense to have basically one performer come in for a month, two months, and they're just the show that's at the sphere for two months, um, and then that's all the sphere is really doing? Does that does that make that, sense? That's how Vegas works, and the money of those venues is insane. Um, like it's if they could what other venues are getting you know hotel and they're getting you know all sorts of all sorts of different revenue options right if really all you're getting is the concession um as the venue does that make all that first of all that doesn't that's not necessarily true that what's happening for like a youtube for like a real big guy i mean most these you know they're getting the bulk of the ticket sales okay so okay whatever they're doing today is irrelevant if this thing there nobody knows what the reaction is going to be to the spear if we get a hugely positive reaction they could do anything they want they could close it off to any entertainment they could just they could throw a a, a spear show they could have like a circle style show at spear and there is no entertainer and spear is making 300 dollars a ticket from every seat in the house every single night for the next five years, because every single person in the world is going to want to see this thing in Vegas for 300. Dude, everybody that goes to Vegas usually sees one or more shows at yeah. two or $300 a ticket. Now, the one thing that usually- I think is pretty genius is they could, like you said, as a giant billboard, you know, you know, they're doing their eyeball or whatever. And then all of a sudden it just flashes, come see our three o'clock show, whatever it's. And Dude, you can I- literally see that from almost anywhere in Vegas. I, I read the uh, the golfers at Wynn's golf course are not very happy because like it's right on the golf course. You see this giant distracting eyeball looking at you. <laughs> who cares that you're right, but who, but who cares? But just, just saying- for a little historical perspective, Elvis Presley had his residency in Vegas and he did three 636 consecutive shows. So yeah. Vegas has yeah, the, how many the whole people, mindset. Like, you know, that wasn't like a sphere size you know, company. no, it was just a, at the international. Dude. That's what I'm saying. So like he had, you know, like a, what, 500, 750 people show up. This, the world uh, that we're okay. living in wants Celine Dion. Wants, she, Celine Dion had 3 million people. Guys. The world wants premium. It wants the best. It wants something different. People want to be wowed. They want to be wowed. And this is the most wowable thing on earth theoretically from an entertainment standpoint right it's the most spectacular most differentiated most interesting entertainment venue on earth okay and like there's only one of them right now there might be two of them at some point in the near future that has value to it right like that is just that is they don't need to do that much to sell tickets at one or two places every day for the next two years. Yes, yeah, so let's talk about the other part of it. So, you know, you, uh, I read an article. This could be totally wrong, but um, Tao basically bought, you know, 60 or 70% of um, the value of the sphere. And so what actually are you buying with SPHR? No, I think, so you're buying I thought they should put off Tao. I thought, they, 
I thought they spun off Tau and the spear owns a third of Tau, I thought, is how it's structured. I thought it was the other um, way around, but I could be wrong. I, I, You know what? It's funny. To me, it doesn't even matter because it's yeah. not part of my trade thesis. The fundamental Yeah, well, Tau, I mean, you want like a Tau operating. I mean, it makes perfect sense. Listen, honestly... I can I can operate it. I can, I can operate. It. I I could single-handedly <laughs> I can go out to Vegas this week and be like I'm taking over marketing. What do I have to book? I'll get like five entertainers over the next 2 years to do limited engagements. I mean, how hard can it be to fill the most spectacular multi-billion dollar entertainment venue in the world? Like how hard can that I don't need marketing firms to go scour talent to try to rope them in that's not what this is about like how hard can it be i i know that they'll be able to pull that piece off all i, I know is that all i know is that there's an article saying that they've been a, they've been having a hard time booking talent i don't know if it's because you know, of the you know relationship why? with I, dolan and people don't like him or if it's because no, i'll tell you what i have information on it jordan i have information on it. so i i do i do have a friend i'm not gonna say i do have a friend who's affiliated with this whole project. And yeah. I talked to him uh, a couple months ago before it went, before it went viral. And he told me that it's just a really unique venue. And so for someone to book there, there's a tremendous amount of commitment in terms of developing a custom show, learning about this new media and this new technology. U2 is the perfect type of band that's like, they're all in on it. But there, there will be others, but it's not for everyone. You really have to invest the time, the effort to do something spectacular that fits in this venue. And that is a problem until the buzz gets out there and it already has now the hype, right? To where all of a sudden they'll go from people being like, do I really want to spend six months with my team and millions of dollars to figure this out when I could just go perform at the same way I've been performing for 30 years? Well, that's, you know, that's kind of part of my point, right? So like a uh, George Strait, you know, I went and saw him in Vegas. His, Look, I mean, I, our music I tastes are different, trade. by the way. Um, I love he would, not, he would not do well in the sphere, right? It doesn't make any sense for him to play in the sphere. But bro country would make sense in the sphere. You know there's a bro country artist out there like, that is all over the trucks and American flags and the fireworks. Yes! And, you yes! Have like, you have, like, Coors Light cans just orbiting you. Dude, <laughs> the, the spear is not about Coors Light. The spear is about like if it was country, one of these bro country guys going in and doing a weird show. I mean, I actually could see someone like Taylor Swift years down the road doing something spectacular there, but um, it, they're not going to want to pay that money. They don't need Taylor Swift, right? Because the, the spear is Taylor Swift. That's the thing. The spear in itself is the Taylor Swift. So they can stick you too, and people will come that ordinarily are done with you too. Like, I have no interest in seeing you too, but I'll see them at the sphere. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to go see you too perform in Dallas. No. Like, I'm no. just done with that. Like, I, yeah, I'm not I, going I to a stadium to, to see a concert anymore, but this is the way to draw you in. The same way I'm not going to a movie theater to watch a movie, but if you have some crazy experience i might consider it 100 percent. the world is not under investors haven't caught on to this yet i don't think in terms of how differentiated this is going to be again i'm i'm 
I might have to pay the price for completely ignoring the fundamentals here. I'm not worried about fundamentals because this thing hasn't even launched yet. I'm going to assume that there's a business model somewhere for the spear that actually makes sense. But I don't even care because the spear is being priced right now based on whatever that business model is. I, I don't know what it is. Okay. I'm just, I'm just looking at some I comments here. Is more people caring about the spear come mid-September than care about it today? I care about having, I'm going to say half a billion dollars to a billion dollars of free media, free viral media between September 1st and the end of this year. But Because they will be on every talk show. They will be viral on every social platform there is going to be pictures and people talking about the spear and their first experience at the spear everywhere they don't have to pay for media they don't have to market everyone in the world is going to be hearing about this thing when it launches in september i think yeah well, i mean it's a good thing right because they don't really make that much money on some of these bigger name shows now you know I, to me it's all about what they book and if they have you know some extraordinary shows how much are they going to utilize that space? Uh, what's that capacity look like? Are they going to be utilizing it all day, every day? You know, if, if they can get, you know, the, the concession revenue through, I think maybe that makes sense. If I was the programming director of the Sphere, I would do the U2 concert. Maybe I'd do a couple other big names. And then after that, I would like do a deal with National Geographic and have like nature stuff and like anything, oh, like weird stuff. You know stuff. that they're going to have like, it's not just a nighttime, one-time-a-day no. concert venue. It is also no. like a fully... It's a wraparound movie theater that can do whatever kind of shows, and it can be an all-day moneymaker. I would want to be having people pay $200 at 10 in the morning for a 60-minute mind-blowing show where you're just... Whatever, right? Like, And I want to be having like 10 shows a day. I would want that place to be generating more revenue per square foot than any entertainment venue in the history of Earth has ever generated. That's what I would do. And I want to keep every last penny of it. I would occasionally do big concerts. I would occasionally do stuff like that just to keep the attention on it. But then in between, I'd be running tickets where I get to keep 100% of the revenue because everybody's going to want to try the spear for themselves one time. People will That's if you, can if you can find a compelling set of shows to put in that facility where I don't think it has to be compelling. doesn't want 80, 90% of the ticket revenue. Right? No, I, like literally when you go to a place that has an, like an Omni theater, you just yeah. watch whatever random volcano show that they're showing just because you want to see it. You don't go because you're interested in learning more about volcanoes. You go because that's the yeah. thing you do inside of the dome. 100%. The last thing 100%. I said, by the way, it made me think of the last time I went to the Omni theater was when our girls were a little bit smaller and we went and saw uh, Rescue Dogs at the Omni. It was fantastic. You can and you would definitely go see that at, in Vegas in a bigger, more high-tech version. Coming to Vegas, Rescue Dogs. <laughs> uh, but that's the thing. The, way, the Dave, other thing, if I were, if I were the, uh, the, you know, the promoter of this thing, the other thing I would do is for bands that don't want to spend time and money making an immersive experience of their own stuff, I'd have so much like stock footage and, and just fully, you know, here's a two-hour show that we can play in the background while you're playing your music, right? Uh, yes. By the way, Dave, we're seeing Barbie at 7 p.m. tonight, just reminding you. Oh, okay. What, do, do we have reserve seats? 
Yes, yes, I reserved. Okay. It's, it's good seats. Yeah, I bought. I, I reserved them like weeks ago. So we're and when are we seeing Oppenheimer? Uh, so that's a great question. That comes uh, out I, tomorrow, I see, right? I'm going. I want to see Oppenheimer like next week, uh, sometime. So if you're, you want to go see that together too, I mean, you know, Amy and Amy will be home by then, so she'll want to see that one. But uh, do you realize yeah, that you and me, Chris, we're going to the Barbie movie together without our wives and girlfriends? <laughs> It's gonna be interesting. You wear. Are you gonna wear your pink shirt? Uh I might. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> no, I won't. I won't wear a pink shirt. <laughs> I, I think we gotta go low. I'll, I'll be wearing a hat. We're gonna go low profile. We're gonna sneak in that theater and sneak out. Hopefully, not seeing anybody that we know. Oh my gosh. Well, it is right in our neighborhood. The theater we're going to. So. <laughs> That's anyway. Be great. I, listen, I like the risk reward on Spear, um, at least between now and September. Who knows what happens if they open this thing and people are like, it's not even that great. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <No. laughs> I'm going to assume that, that the, the experience. It's going to be a differentiated experience. Yeah. Is at least as cool as the experience on the outside. And if it's not, I'm, I'm so out of this. But it, by the it way, is, by the way. This is only cool until Apple's headset comes out. Then you can have the sphere experience on your face and not have to even go to Vegas where it's like 150 degrees. Yeah, yeah. that's the big downside, by the way, is that are people going to be able to go to Vegas anymore? It is insane. I mean, I mean, but it's an indoor experience. I'm sure the air conditioning is amazing in there. And if only they had like some kind of air conditioned tube underground that could get you into it, then uh, then I might be going. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just gonna wait for my Apple headset. I don't think I'm gonna actually uh, need to see the spear. All right, but but Dave, you, you Dave, heard me saying spear now. Nobody in the comments has noticed how you're saying sphere wrong every time and saying spear. But spear. I thought okay. I thought for sure we we're gonna get a thousand comments on that, but I don't see. Okay, let, 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 let's to, to to wrap it up. We are in a world where things go viral, and you end up getting a billion dollars of free marketing if you do anything interesting, differentiated, yes. or cool. That's what this is. Also, listen, we our brains have all been rewired. The circuitry's been rewired to want dopamine hits. We've all have so much dopamine running through our brains with our phones and TikTok every day that we we're constantly searching for something bigger and better and spear is that's what spear is right the i think the entire world is going to travel to vegas and eventually london to experience this thing i think they're going to have amazing pricing power i think this is a truly interesting differentiated type of venue and uh i think there's going to be a hype cycle going into it and i want to be an investor as part of that hype cycle Obviously, there's a risk. It's it's like a really concentrated company, right? So like, if it sucks, you could get destroyed. But yeah. I'm in. But it's a me You say it's a medium conviction trade yeah. for you, and you're just hanging on to it during this hype cycle. Yeah, that's it. All right. Well, this is a special day because it's a double header of Dumb Money Live. We have two shows for the price of one, which is still free. Um, so if you're watching us, make sure you just stay tuned and you're going to get to see the next show right here that's going to start in about 30 seconds from right now so i'm just going to play this music and then you're going to watch us and we're going to be talking about um this very odd company that we found <laughs> <laughs>